You're listening to It's Complicated, doing business during coronavirus, a weekly podcast produced by Atlanta Business Chronicle. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Each week we'll bring you interviews, information, and insight to empower you during these extraordinary times. This week is all about mentoring and the counsel that comes from key business advisors. One of the best pieces of advice that I have received over the years is don't let fear hold you back from doing what you need to do to live the life of your dreams. Also this week, how cookies feed girls' entrepreneurial aspirations. The Girl Scout Cookie Program is not just a fundraiser, it is also the largest entrepreneurship training program for girls in the world. As if you needed another reason to buy Girl Scout cookies. Well, before we get to all that, here are this week's top business headlines, three stories you need to know about. First, one of Atlanta's oldest churches is teaming up with a developer to build hundreds of affordable apartments downtown. Atlanta First United Methodist will build two towers on either side of the church at 360 Peachtree Street. It selected Chicago-based Evergreen Real Estate Group to partner on the redevelopment, which could include 300 apartments, most of them affordable. Work could begin next year. Second, it's been decades since Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank and philanthropist Bernie Marcus have teamed up. This week, the Home Depot co-founders announced they're each donating $20 million to the Gary Sinise Foundation Avalon Network. The goal? To fund mental health services for veterans and first responders. There'll be 20 locations offering programs as part of the initiative nationwide, including at the Shepherd Center. Third, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms is weighing in on the NBA All-Star Game, saying during normal times, she'd be grateful for Atlanta to host the event and thousands of fans. But because of COVID, people should not travel to Atlanta for the March 7th event. The mayor saying she's in agreement with the Atlanta Hawks and the NBA that the All-Star Game in Atlanta is a made-for-TV event only. You can read about all of those stories on our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. In just a few days, Atlanta Business Chronicle, along with dozens of our sister publications in the American City Business Journal's chain, will hold our annual Mentoring Monday. Because of the pandemic, it'll be a virtual event, but 40 Atlanta business leaders will still be able to coach and offer advice. I caught up with three of this year's mentors to get a preview of their words of wisdom and to hear why mentorship is important. Dr. Shanita Johnson, an associate professor of surgery at the Morehouse School of Medicine, starts us off. Mentoring has been an integral part of my career. It has played a part in allowing me to really achieve the goals that I have in mind as a young person growing up and even as an experienced professional. How have you found mentoring impacted by the the coronavirus? I think it has made the mentorship relationship stronger, especially in healthcare. I feel that we have been pushed more than we have before. And so it has made me rely on mentors a little bit more to ask questions. What do you think of this situation or that situation? Have you encountered this? How do I lead? I'm also the program director for general surgery training program. How do I ensure that my residents and students are still obtaining the education that they need to be successful during this time. Can you tell me the best advice you received from a mentor? (laughs) You know, that's actually my mom. As I was leaving to go to college, she said to me, you need to have three things as you go through your life and career. 
She said, you need adaptability, adaptability, and adaptability. And I was 17 years old, (laughs) but I have remembered that advice throughout my career, and she is right. You know, especially um, we've seen it over the past year with the pandemic. You have to be adaptable. You have to be able to make a move, um, to see the change that's needed, make those changes, and, you know, help others along the way. Dr. Johnson says she has a mentor mosaic, a collection of advisors who counsel on different aspects of her career and life. That's a philosophy another mentor, Kiara Palmer, the founder of The Women Project, also embraces. Kind of forming your own personal board of directors in terms of the people that you turn to in any given situation. It's so great to have an amazing mentor in your life, but I think it's just as important to have a few people that you can turn to. Do you have a mentor? I do. I have, you know, someone who, if I'm having a really hard day because of business, there's someone that I would call there. If I'm having, you know, maybe a personal mindset issue or I'm feeling you know, nervous or down in the dumps or someone that I know that I can call that will always pull me out of that, you know, and I'm lucky in that way. I know that I am blessed beyond words. So tell me uh, the best advice that you've gotten from one of your mentors over the years. So I think that probably one of the best pieces of advice that I have received over the years and something that I continue to speak on is to not let fear of being judged or being fear of failing, any of those things, the fear. Don't let fear hold you back from doing what you need to do to live the life of your dreams. So that's the, the, the best advice that you've been given. Now, what would you say is the best advice that you have given? I really believe that you should surround yourself with empowering and supportive people, especially women, because when women support each other and we encourage each other, and we push each other to be great, amazing things happen. And those amazing things happen across the board for both the person receiving advice and the one doing the coaching. That's how Kashi Sagal, co-founder and CEO of Gigabark, sees it. Mentoring is very important to me for a few reasons. It allows you a chance to pay forward what you've learned along the way, So it's not just that you do well in business and you keep all that knowledge to yourself. It's so much better to share. And um, helping others achieve their goals and having that relationship be a two-way street is really the most powerful way to have a mentor-mentee relationship, I think. What's the best piece of advice that you've given a mentee over the years? Nike came up with the best slogan, really. Just do it. Often we think that we have to have the idea completely fleshed out, have done all the research, have all the skills, but that's not always true. There is something about doing enough research to understand what you're trying to do and then taking the leap and just putting yourself out there. How has the pandemic affected how you mentor and maybe how you interact with someone who mentors you? Yeah, so clearly everything now is virtual. I think in some ways it's made it easier to keep up with the relationship. On the other hand, meeting someone in person, there's just no replacing that getting to know someone and actually being able to look into their eyes 
listening and really get to see those nonverbal cues that you really that energy that you pick up on when you're in person. That's really important. And hopefully we'll get back to that soon. That's the hope that we'll get back to meeting and mentoring safely in person soon. Girl Scouts have been selling cookies for the past 100 years, so they know a little something about resilience. This year, troops are tapping technology, including Grubhub and Waze, so that you can track down those treats. I spoke with Amy Dosick, the CEO of the Girl Scouts of Greater Atlanta, to see what else is different this year during the pandemic. We like to say at Girl Scouts that we move at the speed of girls every year, but the pandemic has given us an opportunity to do that even more than usual. And so we pivoted pretty quickly in the pandemic to move much of our program online so that girls still had a platform to engage with their fellow troop members and their troop leaders and continue Girl Scouting even when most of the rest of the world is shut down. Girl Scout cookie sales are underway. It's something we all look forward to every year. What can we expect this year? So the Girl Scout cookie sale is on, but it will look a little bit different this year. You can either buy um, cookies from a Girl Scout cookie booth or you can buy them online and have them shipped directly to your door. One important thing to know is that proceeds from the cookie program stay 100% local right here in greater Atlanta. Cookie sales are big business. Can you, can you give me a sense of last year's sales or where the money goes? So we typically sell about 4 million boxes of cookies here in the Atlanta area. And um, we are hoping to sell a similar number this year. But, Crystal, I'll, I'll be honest, um, with fewer Girl Scouts selling, the sale is, is down early in the year. And so we do really need our, our community to step up and support us. The support from the Girl Scout Cookie Program helps to keep Girl Scouting strong in our community. That means maintaining our beautiful camp property, providing financial assistance for Girl Scouts who need help to be a part of the program. Um, the other thing that Cookie Money does is it helps power adventures directly for the Girl Scouts who are selling those cookies. And so girls use the proceeds from the cookie program to perform community service. And last year, our local Girl Scouts um, contributed more than 500,000 hours of community service back into the greater Atlanta community that were valued at more than $13.5 million. And so buying a box of cookies really has a multiplier effect. Uh, the programming and the training for Girl Scouts there are a lot of parallels for girls who want to pursue a career in business or economics or entrepreneurship. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and that parallel? One thing it's important for everybody to know is that the Girl Scout Cookie Program is not just a fundraiser. It is also the largest entrepreneurship training program for girls in the world. The Girl Scout Cookie Program teaches goal setting, decision making, money management, people skills, and business ethics. And so when we think about what girls do later in life, um, the cookie program is really a foundational experience. And so it won't surprise you to learn, Crystal, that actually um, 
a majority of female business owners, um, when they grow up, were Girl Scouts as children. And so when you think about um, the need to be a more entrepreneurial country, Girl Scouts and the Girl Scout Cookie Program is an important foundational experience for girls, especially as we talk about getting more girls into the entrepreneurship pipeline. And a lot of high-powered women come through that pipeline. Former Atlanta Mayor Shirley Franklin, Venus and Serena Williams, Taylor Swift, just to name a few. Amy tells me that 80% of female tech executives and a majority of business leaders got their start as Girl Scouts. before we go, you may want to mark your calendar for upcoming virtual events. We've told you about Atlanta Business Chronicle's Mentoring Monday event on February 22nd. But to check out more of our virtual events, please go to our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. Just click on the Events tab. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Atlanta Business Chronicle's podcast, It's Complicated, Doing Business During Coronavirus. Thanks for listening. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Stay safe, everybody.